It's time for Helmet Stickers, featuring Evan Lowe. How you doing, RPG Nation? We got Mike in the building here. Mike, how you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about Braylon Allen and Johnny Wilson all night. All right. Sounds fantastic. And we got special guest Corey on the show today. Hello. How you guys doing? Uh, I did not know this show was going to take all night. I might need to duck out. Oh, all night. All right, Corey. Yeah. I mean, we could talk college football all night, but <laughs> appreciate uh, being able to watch my Eagles tonight. So... Here we yeah, go. Uh, yeah, welcome to Helmet Stickers. Uh, I'm your host, Evan, right here, RPG Nation. Appreciate you tapping in. And we're going to get started here with going through the top 15 guys that I previously listed out. We're going to go through the quarterbacks, and we're going to have some dialogue over them. All right, so Caleb Williams. He had a bye week, week three, and in week four, he played Arizona State. So pretty cakewalk uh, matchup for him. He had a pretty good game. I'd say stock neutral, still most likely the QB1 in the class. Drake May, he had a fantastic game week three against Minnesota. And then week four, he played Pitt, which Pitt has a relatively good defense. And he was still able to lead North Carolina to a impressive victory over Pitt. I'd say stock up for Drake May. We're finally seeing what we wanted to see out of him. He's finally gelling with those wide receivers. And then Quinn Ewers, uh, he played Wyoming and then he played Baylor. Uh, that Texas in-state rivalry always seems to be a fun game to watch. and Texas just took it to him. So uh, I'd say stock neutral, maybe slightly stock up for Quinn. He kind of did what we expected. He didn't really have to do much in the Wyoming game. So Mike, Corey, any other quarterbacks you guys want to throw into the fold here? No, I mean, real quick, Joe Milton's looked good. I'm, it's a, definitely a product of the offense, but he's going to get drafted day two, maybe early day three, purely because of production size and measurables. Uh Somebody that maybe he can sneak in and be a bye week fill in as a, you know, backup when a uh, starter goes down. But it's definitely God that Tennessee offense is fun to watch. It's like the Miami Dolphins of college. Yeah, I kind of feel a little similarly to uh, to my Huskies, man. I mean, Michael Penix. Uh, I think again a little bit of a product of the offense. His, his wide receiver core is is looking elite. But he's he's looked pretty impressive. I think he was like 20 for 25, 19 of 25 uh, in his last outing uh, where they routed California uh, and threw for four touchdowns, had one inch, didn't want to really see that, but, you know, played a hell of a game, almost put 60 on him. So, yeah, I, I'm keeping my eyes on him as uh, we, we go through the process. Uh, maybe just like a really good backup, maybe, maybe not. If you want a 30-year-old rookie coming off of seven ACL tears, Phoenix to the moon. Yeah, hey, I mean, six, six lot, season in college. So, lot, a lot of people like Hendon Hooker, don't they? All right. Well, just real quick, a couple other quarterbacks that I'm starting to kind of keep my eye on a little bit here. I got Cam Ward out of Washington State, uh, Riley Leonard out of Duke, and then Bo Nix out of Oregon. 
Bo's been playing fantastic ever since he switched over to Oregon. You can make an argument it's a product of that offense. Fantastic offensive scheme going there. Cam Ward's going to put up the numbers uh, because they're in that air raid style offense there. But Riley Leonard has been just looking like an absolute dual threat, looking thick at quarterbacks. So there's a chance that all of them could potentially come draft time be something. Mike? Arkansas quarterback, is that K.J. Jefferson? K.J. Jefferson, yeah. Where's he at in your rankings? Is he a day one, day two? I think he's he looks like a Ben Roethlisberger without weird off-the-field problems. Oh, man, yeah. I just I don't trust him enough throwing the ball. I have him personally graded out as a late day two, early day three guy. Um, so I just don't trust him throwing the ball. I can see it. Cool. All right, so switching over to the tight end position here. Uh, there was only one in my preseason top 15. Uh, so it's Brock Bowers. And look, it's been a really rough start to the season. He just hasn't been utilized in that offense. But he finally came alive in week four against UAB of all teams. So hopefully he continues that production. We know statistically tight ends don't typically get a lot of production in college. Uh, you're just looking for the athletic measurables. And Brock Bowers has all of those athletic measurables. Any other tight ends you guys are looking at? Uh, I mean, I'm going to jokingly bring up Johnny Wilson. He's going to stay at wide receiver because wide receivers get paid more and their contracts are just enormous compared to tight ends. But I do want to hit on Brock Bowers real quick. There was something going out saying, who like, who do you want to draft Brock Bowers that will make him fantasy relevant? And I jokingly brought up the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be the most Arthur Smith thing in the world to draft another tight end, top 10, top 15, and then never use him? It would just be a nightmare. Another another tight end that has run blocking issues. Uh, yeah, that would be great for that offense. But yeah, no no big uh, no big shout outs for the tight end position. Oh, actually, I do have one. How do we feel about Texas's tight end Sanders? He looks like he could be a early day two, if not late day two pick. He has the athleticism. He pulls away from defenders. It's the Big Twelve. Everyone pulls away from defenders. But I'm just really excited to see where he goes in the draft and if he finds himself in a tight end happy situation. He could be maybe not nearly the level of prospect of Sam Laporta, but if he finds himself in the right situation, getting the same early production. What do you think on Sanders? Yeah, I love Sanders' athletic ability. Uh, he was the top athlete in his recruiting class. Uh, started out that they were thinking about playing him at defensive end. Uh, so the fact that he could be a defensive end or a tight end at Texas and they were talking about playing him both ways on the ball. I mean, that's just fantastic from an athletic measurable standpoint. So I think he's going to absolutely smash the combine. Okay, Corey, I, I still can't hear you. Yeah, so. Corey, Corey, you're muted. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, uh, what I was saying was for Johnny Wilson, when's the last time we saw a wide receiver with that build? Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, also Florida State. Was Kelvin Benjamin 6'7", though? I think he was like 6'5". Yeah, I think he was 6'5". And he was one cheeseburger away from being a left tackle. So Right. I just think it's interesting. I mean, a guy that big playing wide receiver, it, at the very least, it's something to keep your eye on, I think. At the very least, he's a jump ball guy in the end zone at the right. NFL level. Totally. Okay, so now moving on to wide receivers, 
Uh, in the top 15 rankings, we had Marvin Harrison, uh, who had that nasty roll-up uh, in the last game. So hopefully he's doing well and is going to be able to continue his season. Uh, Mecca Buka, uh, also Ohio State. He's been looking his own, kind of took over in that Notre Dame game for Marv being that number one option. Malik Neighbors, who's been on an absolute tear recently, looking like the alpha down there in LSU, looking like what we wanted Kayshawn Boutte to look like as the alpha in that offense. I mean, he's been an absolute gamer in there. Uh, Roma Dunes, Corey, I'm sure you love your Washington Huskies up there. So Rome's been doing fantastic. He's just putting up hundred yard games left and right, looking like an absolute freak on the field. Uh, Xavier Worthy, I'm getting a little concerned about Xavier Worthy and seeing how they're using him in that offense. I'm just, I'm not seeing Quinn be able to push the ball downfield as much as I really want, really having to be more of an anticipatory thrower, trying to push the ball to Worthy, a little bit of concentration drops. So a little concern there. Any wide receivers for you guys? I don't have any big wide receiver callouts. I was actually going to ask you your thoughts on Worthy with the concentration drops. Do you think this is something that he's going to be able to grow out of and really develop moving to the next level, or do you think this is part of his receiving profile and we're just going to have to get used to it? I think we're just going to have to get used to it. I mean, it's been that way. If you look back even to high school, it was that way for him. I mean, he was the big play guy in high school, much like you would expect out of any top recruit, but he still had those concentration drops, and I just haven't seen any improvement in it. No, it makes sense. Thanks. Corey, you have anybody you want to call out or you just want to dance around for Rome for a little bit? Uh, as they say, win in Rome. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I've been really busy, so I haven't caught a lot of games, but uh, you, you kind of went through all the guys that, that I'm personally interested in. Uh, Xavier Worthy, it's definitely that, that sucks to, to hear about him and to see him kind of be uh, not consistent because I, I like his game, but uh, kind of makes sense with everything that's going on around him. So, The one guy that I would like to add to this for consideration would be Troy Franklin uh, out at Oregon. He's been looking like the absolute alpha in that offense. Uh, ben Bonix's go-to weapon. He's been fantastic. He was highly recruited, uh, and he could be making a, a push into early day two consideration. Sweet. Great call-outs. You want to move to the weirdest position in college football right now moving to 100 my least favorite position right now uh i have no clue how who's going to be the rb1 at this point like there's so many players that you could say because nobody's going in round one i will stake everything on that right now there will not be a running back taken in round one so the preseason guys that wanted to hit on were raheem sanders who's been down with a knee injury it's been pretty disappointing Travion Henderson, the Ohio State offense has just looked a little out of sync this year, uh, running the ball, also splitting carries. Henderson just looks like he's a little slow coming back. He had a good game against Notre Dame, so that's promising that he'll be able to continue to step it up. Raylan Allen, who is a tank running back, um, loves to run in between the tackles and has the build to be able to handle a workhorse role, uh, especially with Chez uh, potentially being out for a significant amount of time. Uh, Donovan Edwards has been absolutely non-existent in that Michigan offense. Major concerns there. Trey Benson hasn't been looking like a, a giant RB boom uh, down at Florida State. And Will Shipley, that Clemson offense with Cade Klubnick has just not looked the same. It's not what we expected. It's not what we wanted uh, for that offense. Will's been getting involved in the receiving game, which is pretty encouraging to me. Um, but 
it's just that offense just hasn't been producing the way we want it to. And for Will Shipley being as high of a recruit as he is, he should be producing more. So, I mean, you said it already. You don't think there's going to be a, a first round running back, no Bijans, no Jameer Gibbs in this class. Who, I mean, it might be tough to say right now. Who do you think is the the running back one? Yeah, I mean, the running back one seems like a, a pretty loaded question at this point because there's so many different guys that could absolutely pop off. I personally think it's still Travion Henderson um, or is Travion Henderson. Uh, I Disgusting. can see by that take that Mike, no, Mike with the spit take. Disgusting. I'm not sure if that was a spit take because of surprise or disgust. No, it's disgust. Uh, I'll, I'll listen to your thoughts on Henderson before we talk about the real running back one, but go for it. Look, Henderson popped off as a freshman. He had an injury last year, so I think he was out of sight, out of mind for most of last year. Mm -hmm. And I think people are just kind of seeing right now him coming back, him getting back into his stride, that Ohio State offense is going to start to gel. And honestly, I think Ohio State is going to be in a championship game uh, and potentially a playoff game. So you're going to get more national exposure for him than I'm assuming the guy that you want to talk about, Mike. Before I'm, Mike jumps in, is Travion Henderson like your your pick here because he has like all the traits that you want a running back to have? Like he's very he seems very standard, like prototypical running back. Yeah, I mean, I think he is in between good and very good in basically every category. Um, so that's really encouraging. But he's not a superstar by any means. Mm -hmm. I. Do you want to like I want to give Henderson some credit. He is a very complete running back. He's going to be very good at the next level. He's not nearly the talent that Brees Hall is. He's not nearly the talent that Kenneth Walker is. He's he can't even sniff Bijan Robinson. Like they don't even live on the same planet. Is he like a is he like a Javante Williams? Javante was even a better when we talk about yeah, contact balance and breaking tackles. Evan, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think that a lot of Henderson's production comes from having the most dominant offensive line in the Big Ten. Like, yeah, he gets I mean, open I, holes. I think I think a lot of his production comes from that. He also runs hard, and he also sees the mm -hmm. field well. I, I appreciate his field vision, his ball carrier vision. So, yeah, but if there's a linebacker in the hole and it's third and two, uh, there's not a better running back in America, and this is including probably a lot of active running backs in the NFL than Braylon Allen right now. He is a hammer with the ball in his hands. He has more wiggle than. Uh, big guy is supposed to have and i think he has a sneaky sneaky you know long speed it's not the exact same level as derrick henry where once he gets into that 30 to 40 yard range you're not catching him but i think it's very henry-esque and once he gets going god bless the safety that has to try and tackle him and i don't think there's a lot of uh, people in the secondary even at the pro level that are going to be wanting to deal with a lot of braylon allen i feel like braylon allen is one of those guys that like after the combine he's either going to see a massive yep. surge or he's going to tumble down the draft but i i'm betting more on a surge just based on his his height and weight and what i've seen on the field yep. if he can translate that into a successful combine run that he he might be pumped up if yeah. braylon allen finds himself in the right system in the nfl i think he can be what i want naji harris to be this year just a big bruising back that's going to get all sorts of volume because he can handle it he doesn't have the same receiving profile that Najee does, but as when I'm evaluating running backs for the next level, I don't want to talk too long on this. It's for pass catching. It's either they're an elite weapon. We're talking Jameer Gibbs or it's a yes, no question. Can they catch? Can they not? 
and he checks the box. He can catch. So I, he's my running back one right now. We'll probably argue this for the next eight months and then the rest of our lives. So, yeah, I mean, I just look at him, look at his long speed. I have some issues with that. You know, he is giant, but he also doesn't just act like a bowling ball. And he does get taken down by the defensive linemen. He can't really stiff arm them, which I get it. Defensive linemen are big boys. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I just see him more as an early day three pick. Uh, I'm looking at a fourth fourth rounder, third rounder uh, type running back. If so. he lasts until day three, I'm going to be very sad. I, I think third round, like that's the 100th pick is his floor. In, in before he's taken day two by the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> he goes Seattle Seahawks, 44th <laughs> overall to make the weirdest three-headed backfield of the NFL. Absolute and power still, right there. And it's still Ken Walker. All right, so then just real quick, uh, two running backs that I'd throw into the – or one running back, I guess, that I'm going to throw into the mix here is uh, Audric Estime uh, out of Notre Dame. You know, he's looked very good. He's bowled over some guys. He's showed agility, uh, showed some leaping ability, understanding that corners are trying to hit him low, DBs are trying to hit him low, and he showed that he can go over top of them. So that would be another guy that I'm going to throw into the mix here. Sweet. You got anybody else you want to shut up? Yeah. I have a question here. Uh, so I see a lot of conflicting, uh, just a lot of people having arguments online about uh, Blake Corum. Uh, and I just want to know your guys' thoughts because I'm sort of, I think I've landed myself in the spot where I just, I don't think he's going to be able to translate what he's doing to an NFL field personally. Um, I want to know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, that's exactly what I've said since day one. Uh, I think he is a phenomenal college running back. And I think he will be a very, very middling NFL back. Do you like running backs that can get a job and keep it because they're safe. No. That's Blake Corum. He's not, he's not going to be a burner. He's not going to be an amazing prospect. He's never going to win a backfield, but he's that guy that you're going to keep on your dynasty rosters because he's a high end handcuff that when he gets the volume, he's going to be good, but he's never going to make that team be like, yes, we're set here. Okay. So he's Zach Charbonnet. He is, Jerome Ford with less explosion. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Mike and Corey, I appreciate uh, you guys hopping on here. Appreciate everybody tapping in for an episode of Helmet Stickers here. And uh, we're going to go through one more episode with this current top 15. And then we're going to redo the rankings and we're going to get an updated top 15 on the next episode after that. So stay tuned. Sweet. Bye, y'all. Brought to you by Dubby. Use code FFRPG at checkout. <laughs> <See y 'all. laughs> nice point.